0: The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 20th of September. In your Squeeze today, climate strikes, Morrison's state dinner with Trump, Indonesia's possible bonking ban, and a new episode of Squeeze Shortcuts. This is your squeeze today. Climate strikes are organised to take place around the world today. According to local organisers, more than 2,000 businesses are expected to close for at least part of the day as bosses around Australia give staff the opportunity to join the rallies.
1: Yeah, they're rallies that are organised really for kids. So it's very interesting to see that businesses are looking to take part in that. It's the third climate strike that's taken place in Australia. They're inspired by the movement that was started by Greta Thunberg, who's the uh, Swedish teenager and climate activist who's made quite a wave in the last 12 months or so.
0: So this action all comes uh, before next week's United Nations Climate Action Summit in New York. What are those who are taking part in these strikes calling for?
1: There's a very clearly defined three-point agenda that the climate strikes have put up as their aim. Um, that is is, they're calling on governments to commission no new coal, oil or gas projects projects and that includes the Adani mine. Uh, They're looking for 100% renewable energy generation by 2030, and they're also asking the government to fund a transition uh, package for those who are working in the mining and sort of related industries.
0: And while we're here and on this topic, climate change was actually a topic that was requested by some squeezes for a squeeze shortcut. So we've had a crack, Claire. No doubt it's it's a loaded topic, but we've broken it down, steered clear of the politics and In less than 10 minutes, you'll be across what climate change means and what the world and Australia are looking to do about it. Uh, So make sure you search for that in your preferred podcast app, also on our website. The federal government has committed to achieving a budget surplus this financial year and they're one step closer with the announcement yesterday that the budget deficit, so how much we owe, is smaller than expected.
1: Yes, it was $3.5 billion better than what the government had projected. Uh, That meant that we ended up $690 million in the red and for all concerned, they reckon that's pretty well close to a balanced budget. Labor's shadow treasurer, though, Jim Chalmers, yesterday said that's only come because there's really good prices on iron ore at the moment, which of course means that's good royalty money for the government. Uh, Also, there's a $4.6 billion underspend in the National Disability Insurance Scheme.
0: So whilst that was all happening here, Scott Morrison took off yesterday with wife Jenny. He headed for Washington, D.C., where they'll be honoured with a state dinner with the Trumps at the White House.
1: Yes, Morrison did miss out on that great big announcement here in Australia. It would have been one that the Prime Minister would have been very happy to take part in with those numbers. Mm. But over to the US he goes. He's off to Don and Mel's for dinner tonight, which sounds really exciting. Uh, Lots of Australians, uh, particularly prominent business people, personalities like Greg Norman. Gina
0: Reinhart, the Murdochs, Anthony Pratt, Kerry Stokes. They're all going to be there. Indeed, Uh, Interesting, it's only the uh, second state dinner that the Trumps have hosted. The other uh, French president, Emmanuel Macron. What's Scott Morrison got to talk to Trump about whilst over there?
1: Morrison's having uh, long meetings with Trump. They're talking about trade, economic discussions. There's lots that we have in common, of course. We're taking part in that coalition in Iran, which the US asked us to do. Scott Morrison's also heading to the United Nations. They're having their General Assembly meetings at the moment. Uh, He's also off to NASA and having some talks with some tech entrepreneurs.
0: Twenty on the agenda. The Tamil family facing deportation will remain in Australia for now as the federal court decided that their case should be considered at a trial. The case, Claire, rests on their two-year-old and whether she has the right to apply for a protection visa.
1: That's right, and there's some very detailed and complicated legal argument about that process and whether her claim was considered. The government, of course, says that it was and that they have no claim to stay in Australia, but those who are representing the family say that's not the case. What the judge decided was that it was a case that... Really really required further consideration and should go off for a proper trial.
0: They're on Christmas Island uh, while they await that trial. Indonesia is considering a law where living together outside marriage, extramarital sex and insulting the president would become a jailable offence. This means that unmarried tourists could face a jail term if they're found between the sheets.
1: Yeah, I love the coverage in the Australian media outlets today. Uh, these are laws that will impact very strongly on the daily lives of Indonesians, but it's the Bali bonk ban that seems to have captured the headline, uh, yes. our attention. <laughs> so Experts there say that there's an increase in conservatism in that majority Muslim country and this is really is a reaction to that.
0: And just over to Canada quickly, back in 2001 when Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was just 29, he went to a party dressed as Aladdin. That photo has now been publicly released and it's causing him strife.
1: Yes, lots of comment for Justin Trudeau. He's in this costume complete with, you know, blackface, dark makeup all over his face, hands, neck. Uh, He says that at the time he didn't believe it to be racist, but looking at it now, he's very deeply sorry about it. There's also other occasions that have come to light and Mm. uh, that's uh, been publicised overnight. Uh, He's in the middle of an election campaign. They go to the polls very soon, so it's not particularly good timing for him in a Campaign that already looked very tight.
0: Yeah, it's a very close one. Daniel Johns, who people will know as the frontman of the band Silverchair, is suing the Sunday Telegraph over claims on their front page a little while back that he frequented a Sydney s and brothel.
1: That's right. Daniel Johns at the time said that it was untrue, as did uh, the woman who runs that brothel, uh, in fact, saying that he had never even been inside that establishment. Uh, the article is no longer available online, uh, but he hasn't received any sort of apology or attraction from the news outlet. So next stop is uh, a defamation lawsuit. We don't know how much he's asking for in damages yet uh, and the Sunday telly hasn't commented either.
0: Friday Lights, and there's a link to Taylor Swift's Rolling Stone interview that was out yesterday. She hasn't done a whole lot of long-form interviews, so it's a bit special and quite in-depth. Also, a US photographer has taken a series of photos but removed the phones from where they would have been. It's a a stark look at how we live our lives with our phones in hand. And there's a Netflix movie recommendation. All those links in the Squiz Today email. What's the uh, email subject line today, Claire?
1: Email subject line today is the Nelly Furtado song. Do you remember her?
0: Absolutely, Nelly Furtado. Yeah, she. I'm uh, like
1: a bird. That,
0: fly like a bird.
1: That lyric, "I'm like a bird, I'll only fly away." That goes to our Squeeze sayings. There's a hilarious story that just popped up online. Uh, a guy who is giving an interview. He's a um, A lawmaker over there talking about trying to get rid of some pigeons from a very um, used public transport stop actually got pooed on by a pigeon while he was giving
0: the interview. Mid interview, those pigeons knew what he was trying to do. They got him vindictive. Yeah. And how about this news last night? The Squeeze won the Mumbrella Publish Award for Newsletter of the Year. What a way to finish the week.
1: I know. Isn't that great? It's been a tough week and uh, we've had um, a lot that we had to get done. So it's nice to stop and we'll have to stop at some point today and just have a mini celebration for that. That's a great achievement.
0: Very cool. Thanks to Mumbrella for um, that award. And thank you to everyone who reads the Squeeze Today email, of course. Um, if you didn't do that, we would definitely not would not have won the award. So we really Indeed. appreciate it.
1: Yeah, it's awesome.
0: For our podcasters, don't forget about our Squeeze shortcuts on climate change. To find this, either visit our website. Use the link in the Squeeze Today email or search for Squeeze Shortcuts in your preferred podcast app. Enjoy your weekend. Expect plenty of sports chat as footy finals are upon us and all the best to the Wallabies with the Rugby World Cup kicking off this weekend. Chat to you on Monday. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au.